0: It's more than just your output, more than a fight.
1: Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 295.
0: This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hi. Hi. So uh, we should remind people that we're going to be in the San Jose area. April 30th. April 30th. Well,
1: actually, it'll be April 28th because it'll be the Friday before April 30th.
0: Because you're going to be running in Big Sur.
1: Exactly.
0: Along 21 with, miles. Along with Dr. Jen. Yes. You've been training steadily for that.
1: Yes. And uh, Christina Sandifer will also be joining us. Okay. So I have to I have to make sure everybody's mentioned. And yes. I know there's a lot of Peloton people that are going to be out there. So um, hopefully we'll get to meet other Pelotoners yeah. over there.
0: And so well, we don't know where it's going to be yet, but keep an eye on the groups as when we know. Or if you want to sign up for the newsletter at theclipout.com. Um, you, you know, be included in our newsletter once we have a location locked in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and but you've been you ran nine miles just on Saturday.
1: I did. And uh, more exciting than that, I've been trying this new. Um, OK, so Dr. Jen and I have been going back and forth about the appropriate pace because Big Sur is one of the toughest marathons you can do. It's uh, really, really hilly. There is at one point a, a two mile hill that's Oof. it's just all uphill for two miles. And then the last five miles are full of rolling hills. So it is one of the toughest marathons in the United States, but also you have the headwind coming at you the entire time. So we know that we can finish it, but we've been trying to figure out like what's an appropriate pace that no one's going to get injured and that we both feel good about. So we landed on five minutes of running at five miles per hour, which for me is very fast. (laughs) And that's like a threshold pace for me and then walking for five minutes. So we're going to do that. And I tried that approach this saturday and when i did that i got the first pr i have gotten on the tread in
0: years wow Like it has
1: been forever on sure. a 45 minute run
0: off to a good start yay oh, that's awesome
1: yeah i've gotten prs in other areas but that's the first one i've gotten a run forever
0: gotcha well good job thank you so uh if, so like i said if you want to hang out with us we'd love to see them. it'll be probably kind of a happy hour sort of a thing as we make our way to monterey i think is that I don't. Know. We're I staying.
1: We're staying near the finish line, which I think. Um, I I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> or
0: am I just saying that because it's a monkey song?
1: No, um, Monterey <laughs> County is where the uh, marathon is, but like it's 26 miles, so it covers a lot, right? And it starts in Big Sur. That's where it starts, but then it goes 20 26 miles down, and wherever it stops is like where we're staying. So gotcha. I don't. I don't know exactly yeah, what that's I don't called. Remember.
0: <laughs> but uh, but anyway, so like, keep an eye out for that. We'd love to hang out if you are in the area. We so, would. Um, what, pray tell, do you have in store for people this week?
1: Well, uh, we have our interview with Deborah Brooks. Uh, you might remember from last week's episode, uh, we covered that Mother Runner, Confessions of a Mother Runner, had done a piece on um, the Split programs Right And so we talked to her And so she's joining us Um, And then we also have A full recap Of the second quarter Earnings call Okay Uh, And then uh, There are a whole bunch Of updates that have occurred There's all kinds of New stuff happening In Peloton world Dr. Jen visits And we talk about Rebounding from an illness Without overdoing it Which can be very tough Yeah And we also Talk to Angelo From MetPro And we talk about tips from stopping other people to comment on what you eat and then of course we have some updates that are happening we have past guest updates we have connected fitness coming in from other places so all kinds of good stuff
0: awesome well before we get to all that shameless plugs don't forget we're available on apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts. while you're there be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode maybe leave us a review that's uh, helpful the algorithm likes that sort of things and we all have to bow down to the algorithm right <laughs> and you can also find us on facebook facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there like the page join the group don't forget our patreon patreon.com slash rules patreon.com slash the clip out where you can get these episodes ad free and if they drop early we send them to you early and we like to record bonus episodes for you sometimes so those <laughs> those are out there too so you can also sign up for our newsletter at the dot com. And finally, don't forget our YouTube channel where you can watch these shows uh, at youtube.com slash the So there's all that. Let's uh, let's dig in, shall we?
1: We shall Peloton in
2: the news.
0: Peloton did their quarterly earnings call and things look like they're starting to look OK ish.
1: Yeah, okay, ish is a great way to put it. <laughs> so, so there's obviously you know still things that need to happen, right? For sure. But we are headed in the right direction, and there's a lot to indicate that we're headed in the right direction. There's still lots of inventory, which they're actually going to use to their advantage as they continue to kind of keep trying to grow, mm-hmm. and they're very, very focused. Like the number one priority is still bringing that cash flow to you know break even, and as they do that, they are purposely limiting growth and and i and i think something that stood out to me today as i listened that hadn't really clicked in the same way over the last few quarters is they have changed the pricing several times one of the reasons i think that they're doing that is to kind of like throttle and increase the growth as needed. And I think that they're planning to do that also for fitness as a service. So when you see that this fitness as a service exists out there, and there might be times in the future where uh, it's gone off the website, it doesn't mean they ended it, they they simply are putting a stop to it, for whatever reason, to be able to slow that down. Or you might see prices drop, and that's because they want to increase that growth. And one of the things that also stood out to me is that they want to grow internationally. That is back on for this year. But
0: so does grow internationally mean they want their current international markets to get larger or they want to add international markets?
1: I was just about to say, (laughs) but what does that look like? Barry said, I don't know. Get back with me. Um, <laughs> he said He said that in a perfect world, that would mean growing into other countries and that would be Western Europe first. However, that has to be balanced with keeping that cash flow neutral and working on that, continuing to work on that goal. So, so yes, they do plan to grow and we don't know what that's going to look like yet. I also thought it was interesting that they said that they are reversing course on Precor. They are not. They are, let me say that again, they are not selling pre <laughs> They had, they said that they had planned to and they got pretty far down that road and the price was ridiculous. And so they walked away. They're gotcha. not going to, they're not going to just sign it away for nothing.
0: They heard me saying that I thought it was a bad idea. Yeah. And they were like, well, Tom yeah. makes a good point. Yeah.
1: Um, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> but they did say that what they had decided was, well, then fine, we'll go ahead and lean into that. They said to pre-course detriment, they have not been growing that business that they've basically if it's not connected to fitness, we're not going to work on it. And Barry said that when he first started. Right. And that That's really kind of not been, not kind of, it's not been good for Precor. In fact, they've taken some of their talent. So now they are going to reverse course and they are going to put, they're going to let them be a free standing entity, subsidy, subsidiary, subsidiary. Yes. And uh, he also did say that at some point down the road, it could still be divested. But right now, that's not the plan. So they're going to lean into that a little bit more. And they're trying to figure out how to make them be profitable on their own.
0: And that sounds like somebody was looking to pick the bones of Peloton. Mm -hmm. They were like, oh, well, if we can pick up this company for a song, then we'll do that. Mm -hmm. And they were like, no, pump the brakes. This is a bad deal, which I think says a lot about internally what they think the future looks like. If it was just trying to patch holes in a sinking ship, they would have taken the cash infusion. But instead they were like, that's a bad deal and we're not going to do it just to get it off our books. So instead, we'll make it work.
1: Yeah. And I also thought that it was interesting that he said that the last quarter, the company has significantly outperformed for all of connected subscriptions, connected fitness orders, deliveries, hardware revenue, subscription revenue, total revenue, adjusted Earnings before interest, EBITDA, and free cash flow. This has been the best quarterly performance since they started 12 months ago, taking the helm 12 months ago. And I also want to point out that this was the first... This is a year. Like, Barry's been there a year. This was his, like, anniversary call. And I also want to point out, at the very beginning of the call, the very first thing he did, this is the most un-Barry-like thing he's ever done. He He, sang a song. No. But... Really, seriously, Tom, he like said in all seriousness that he wanted to call attention to the fact that Leanne had been going through this cancer battle. She is now cancer free and she is back today. And it coincided with this call. Her first ride coincided with this call. And I just thought that was a really nice moment because he is not known for his warm fuzzies. So (laughs) that was a big deal. That was a very big deal. And I couldn't be on the ride, obviously, because I was listening to the call. But I did... Well, we'll get to that later. We'll talk about that later. But I just wanted to point out that he did say that. And I feel like that's a huge deal for somebody like Barry to do.
0: Yeah, no, that's true. He's, you know, he doesn't radiate warmth. Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Also, I will also say that the stock market is very thrilled with Peloton.
0: Yeah, I'm watching the ticker across <laughs> the top of our screen. So we're recording this the same day as the earnings call. And I mean, it's the stock is up twenty six and a half percent. Which I mean, still I mean puts it at like sixteen and change. It's right. not the the hundred and seventy dollars it was at its peak. No. But it's been hovering around that. 11 twelve dollar range for and weeks
1: s- and sinking down to eight quite often
0: yeah so to, to see it up that high means that whatever they did the stock market is is taking notice. You know
1: well, and they're they're still forecasting that they're going to be uh, cash flow uh, neutral by the end of fiscal year 2023. Also, the row has been outpacing what they thought it would do. Everything has been right, and so when one of the questions was, "Do you feel like you can get back to forecasting as normal like prior to the pandemic?" He said, "No." Because we keep outpacing what we thought we were going to do. Therefore, we don't feel like we have a good pulse on consumer behavior. But also, we made a lot of changes in the last year. And so we're not sure. Is it because of some of the changes we've made? Is it because of Uh, the world is a market
0: shift of some kind? Exactly.
1: So uh, stay tuned for that. But all in all, it's going very well. Also, the closest that anybody has gotten to saying anything about The Row is he talked about the app being a standalone product, and that is a huge driver in getting a million people attracted to Peloton. And he said 100 million subscribers, that was the goal. So he was saying that that's going to be a huge driver of that. And he mentioned The Row as part of that Platform. So when he talked about like, I want people to be able to use Peloton content without a Peloton piece of equipment, he threw in the row and it was very purposeful. So everybody just hold on. It's coming. <laughs> it is going to happen. It's just a matter of
0: time. Awesome. And it's fascinating, too, that the that the rower is doing as well as it is, because we've talked before about how it's a pretty niche product. And so would people embrace it? Plus, a lot of people already have rowers. And are those people going to move to a Peloton row, even though it's pretty pricey and they have already got one, that's a big ask.
1: Well, that was another thing that he talked about that somebody asked specifically, what is the percentage of people that bought that don't have another piece of Peloton equipment versus existing Peloton people? Uh, I think it was Liz that answered this one, but she said that during the holiday, before the holiday time, Mm -hmm. 60% were people who already had a Peloton product. Okay. But however, it has come in line much closer to the tread since the holiday. And she said it's hovering around 40%, which is very close to what the tread product is. So I thought that was really fascinating. So we're starting to see a lot more people that are buying rowers that are outside of the Peloton ecosystem. Yeah, they're
0: completely new to Peloton. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Because you would think if you were already into rowing, you Not, already have a you rower. you already have a rower. And so why jump ship? I like I, I would think you'd get more from people that were like, oh, well, I have a rower, but I already have a Peloton. So I can get rid of this and have my subscription all under one umbrella in long term. That's a cost savings. So the fact that so many people are like, I guess I'll take up rowing.
1: yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that says about people and rowing just because there's it still seems like it's something you either love or hate. Right. Um, I'm not hearing a lot of in between mm-hmm. on that. So I think the jury's still out on that. I also think that we're going to continue to see they talked a lot about marketing and what marketing is going to look like and basically if they don't need to market something they're not going to like they're they're saying <laughs> yeah. that like the more you have to spend on it the lower the cash flow is right. so therefore they're being very careful about that and they know that there's a whole lot of people that are not aware that there's all these other peloton products however they're only going to spend what they feel like they need to spend and Overall, that's smart. They're being careful. And he reiterated no more people being let go. Obviously, as a caveat, that does not include the stores we know that are still yet to close. We've, We've known that for some time. So that does not change anything there.
0: But from a corporate standpoint, that part's over.
1: It is. Um, he did say that they expect to see further changes in the uh, middle mile and the last mile um, logistical changes. He, he said there's a lot of repeat and manual processes happening there that he expects to be that they want to figure out ways to do that, that it's it's cheaper and better. He also talked about third party and they really didn't go into what that's going to look like long term. But they did say it's outperforming what they thought it would do too. However, it's way too soon to say should we invest more here. Uh, they're still trying to figure out what that looks like because at the end of the day, it's only been one quarter with with Dick's Sporting Goods, and it's only been one holiday season right. with both. So let's let's give it a second. Is is really the answer that they kind of came up with? So overall, uh, a lot of great questions today, and I I could I don't know. It just it felt like what I expected, which was more of a positive vibe i mean he's never going to be warm fuzzy but uh it was it was more positive and i i really enjoyed hearing it and it's funny to watch the rest of the internet catch up with it because that's what i was saying last week yeah and and you've been saying
0: it for a while Yeah, yeah i
1: have so it's funny to watch everybody react So the other thing I thought was interesting is in the shareholder letter that came out, McCarthy did make a point to mention that he was aware there was ground to cover and improvements to be made, specifically with the Peloton member experience, delivery issues and member support. And he promised he committed that they were working hard to fix both. So I think we will continue to see changes to delivery, to what member support looks like, et cetera, as time goes on.
0: Awesome. Well, it's nice to have an earnings call that seemed to be going pretty well. I agree moving on to other peloton news we got a new home screen this week.
1: We did. Yeah, there's a whole new layout. So it's laid out where all of your instructors are across the top. And then there's like your daily picks and then there's featured classes. So it's a little cleaner and it kind of brings some things up to the top. Of course, uh, would not be Peloton if people were not like, "Ah, I miss some things. There's some things I don't like. But overall, I like it. It's clean. I can still find everything I need. I don't know if I'm just not as like I have to do everything exactly the same and click everything exactly the same as some people are right but it 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 doesn't really change my life one way or another i just like that it looks pretty
0: (laughs) yeah i mean i know how it is every time facebook makes a change people are like we're boycotting facebook share this message and it's yeah and like you're not gonna stop it you never do right you never have you're never going to like they're constantly making changes it's just you know i mean if those people had their way we'd all still be using geo cities yeah you know Agreed. The first scenic row class was added.
1: And, and actually, it was four different
0: classes. Oh. Um,
1: and so, but they all were from Mission Bay. Two were from Matt uh, and two were from Ash. So that's really fun. I think there was two 15 minutes and two 20-minute classes. Uh, but they, they guide you through it. So it's not just, oh, it's pretty. They're also guiding you just like they do whenever they run or walk. So awesome. And don't forget, that also means that's Ash's first scenic content added to the platform.
0: That 's pretty cool, yeah, so they 've been making some additions to the schedule, and we 're starting to see classes that are happening later and later in the evening.
1: We are, yeah, and people mentioned that a while back that that on Wednesdays there had been later classes, and it appears that we are headed back to that with with eight p m central nine p m classes happening on February eighth it appears that we also start seeing some. 6 a.m. Eastern classes that week. I think that there is going to be a lot happening in February. Just a lot of adjustments to the schedule Mm -hmm. because we're also seeing late night row classes added. We're seeing more strength classes added. We're seeing um, we just saw we'll talk more about this later, but we're seeing instructors added to strength. We're seeing instructors added over to to the running to the tread. So I just think there's a lot of schedule things happening. And we're going to see a big, huge portion of that come to fruition in February. We also know that, of course, February is going to be the month where they add the two live in studio days. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's my, my kind of like feel about that is we're just going to see a whole new schedule appear as the month of February rolls on.
0: So do you think this is them kind of officially shaking off the pandemic and trying to get back to having a, a fuller? Schedule of classes for people oh let's hope tom because because, i mean it has been mystifying like they have so many instructors and like what like you could be creating this content with you know half the number of people and i'm not saying that they should purge instructors so calm down (laughs) but but it's like but what are you hiring all these people for if the content creation is is as low as it has been
1: well, I think one of the things that's important to remember is now that we know that some of these instructors are adding on to like different devices, like right. modalities, like, yeah, different modalities, we know that they've been training in the background, right? Right. So all that training takes time. And you have to remember from a person who's working out, like you can still only work out so many hours For sure. a day. Yeah. And and so even though we might see a class appear, a uh, you know, maybe we only see four classes appear this week. That doesn't mean they only spent four hours working out. Right. And I don't know what it looks like behind the scenes. We don't really have visibility to that. So it, it has been mystifying, but I think that there's things happening that we don't know about. And so I think that I'm hoping that some of that's going to settle that like we've, you know, Alex is over on the tread now and tune is going to be over in strength and right. whatever other changes they're making have kind of settled and, and, and we're going to see the outcome of that, I'm hoping.
0: And I, I think it's really smart that they're finally taking some of their more popular instructors and moving them into additional modalities to encourage people to try different things. And, you know, and that might sell additional equipment, right? Like if all of a sudden an instructor you like is also teaching row classes, well, maybe you cave and you you buy a rower.
1: Yeah, that's it is interesting. I saw like Alex, Alex Toussaint, for example, he's been on the bike forever now. I mean, there was a time that whenever I started, he was new, believe right. it or not. <laughs> but uh, but at this point, he's been around forever, and uh, he's one of he's a very very popular instructor. He always has had the club bangers rides, mm-hmm. and now he has those runs. Right, and and so I do think you're right. Like I do think it's pulling people in that wouldn't have taken those classes before. I still think what in my opinion, needs to happen is like there still needs to be that 6 a.m. anchor. There's so many people that take classes at 6 a.m. Eastern. Right. And there's a lot of people that miss it. And I really wish in a perfect world they'd have a run, a row, and a bike class happening every day at 6 a.m. So that you could plan your week around that because we all work out at the same time. So if you're if you're a 6 a.m. workout person, then you could choose between those. That would be a perfect solution in my mind. However everyone has a perfect solution.
0: <laughs> right. And that was none just, of
1: them are the same. <laughs> I was just about to say, when
0: you said we all work out at the same time, like, but we don't, right? Exactly. It, it, but a lot of people do work out at that time. It's a very popular time. Well,
1: it, what I actually meant by that, I didn't say it very well. What I actually meant was we tend to repeat our workout time. So if you are a 6 a.m. workout gotcha. person, you're going to probably be working out Monday through Friday at 6 a.m., right? right? And if you are a 5 p.m. person, then you're going to probably Monday through Friday work out at 5 p.m. Most people aren't like 6 a.m. one day 5 p.m. the next day right. 2 p.m. the day after that that's really what i was They're, trying to get at. yeah most
0: people their schedule permits a certain time frame and they they tend to stay in that time frame. exactly exactly i was just trying to give you the opportunity to walk that back
1: i appreciate that people because let you up. <laughs> i know i'm gonna get added yeah <laughs>
0: We saw some, what we think might have been testing with the here now feature on the leaderboard.
1: Yeah. Uh, I say, whoo, because people were mad. <laughs> the here now changes came in to play. Like, the way here now has been working for a long time, just to give some background, is that as you hop on the leaderboard during an on-demand class, whoever has been taking a class will stay on the leaderboard, even if they finish their class before you. So let's say... I hop into a 60-minute on-demand class, right? Okay. Let's say you, and even though you would never take Not a class. Me, but yes. you, you did a class 30 minutes. You started this class 30 minutes before me. You're on the leaderboard, right? Right. But the here, now, the way it was before, you would have stayed even after you left that 30, like the 30 minutes that we didn't overlap. You I would have continu- stayed
0: on your leaderboard mm-hmm. so you could continue to see where I was at so you could chase me if you so chose. Yes. Yeah.
1: Well, for a brief time period... That changed, and if you were not on the leaderboard, you went away. Regardless, like if as soon as you as left, as soon as you
0: logged out, you poof. were gone. Gotcha. Um,
1: that was causing some glitches. The uh, here now leaderboard would change suddenly, like by hundreds of people. It was it was very glitchy. There has been a lot of theory around this because it changed back. To the way we've always seen it. Now, some people think they're testing. Mm -hmm. Some people think this was just a throttle that they did because they needed additional bandwidth for whatever reason. It's kind of difficult to know why this occurred. It has happened in the past. It has come back in the past. So we're not exactly sure why this happened. But what we do know is that it changed back. It reverted
0: back to what it was interesting mm-hmm. and we should also point out that this came in through our new tip line it did so thank you for utilizing that
1: yes and this person wished to remain anonymous so we we don't want to call them out but uh, what we do want to do is remind you that all you have to do is go to the clipout.com slash tips and you too can submit a tip and anywhere you show up on the clip out Website, There's a huge orange button that says submit a tip. You can't miss it. And so you can choose. Do you want to be anonymous? Do you want to be named? And you can include whatever you want.
0: We will honor your requests. We will. And we appreciate
1: the tips. So thank you.
0: Peloton put out a new uh, Instagram video this week.
1: I really like this one. Did you? I did
0: spotlighting what people think Peloton is going to be versus what it actually is.
1: Yeah, and and it starts off with uh, somebody saying like Peloton instructors, Peloton instructors are not relatable. And then it goes through and it it has all of these different quotes from the instructors like Adrian Williams saying that okay or uh, or uh Jen sherman taking a swig of water and saying the, the struggle is real <laughs> i i really love this one
0: i like the one trying to do a yoga pose or something and they're like they can't get it and they're yeah. kind of stumbling with it yeah. that was anna
1: greenberg okay. and, and yes and she's adorable and she's like yeah no need for perfection here <laughs> as she wobbles a little bit because she's human yeah <laughs> that is
0: relatable <laughs> so john foley's new company is uh, staffing up their c-suite
1: yeah, Ernesta. It er- still sounds like a drug, doesn't it?
0: It does. Yeah. Or it sounds like a, a fat substitute in potato chips from the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Like like Ernesta may cause anal leakage.
1: I know, I know. <laughs> I keep thinking of that drug, Linesta. Yeah.
0: I guess if it did cause anal leakage is like you're gonna need lots of rugs that's true so that's true you're gonna be going through them so (laughs) surprise oh need a new rug
1: yeah but they're they're staffing up was it the ceo cfo they hired some it was like
0: like three or four different positions oh here we
1: go uh chief financial officer chief merchant and leaders in operations and customer service
0: i was gonna say ceo john foley's the ceo oh no not
1: again (laughs) I didn't know if he called himself something else. Yeah, he was like, "I'm not getting removed again. I'm going right. to call yeah. myself something else."
0: <laughs> like, El Presidente. There you go. Yes, <laughs> El Jefe. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss you, John Foley. So they still haven't officially like launched like, as to exactly what this is going to be. I mean, it's a rug. They're selling rugs direct to consumer, but like, is it like? You get a new rug every month and you ship the old one back. I, like, I don't I, know. They, you know. I haven't
1: like, looked into it. I do know one person that ordered one or pre-ordered one. I have not heard anything, any updates. So if you're hearing this and I don't remember who it was that sent me that message, please feel free to well, update me.
0: If you go to their website currently, it just kind of says coming in the spring of 23. And there's a thing where you can enter your, in, your email address so they can send you information as they launch. But there's not really much on there about like buy a rug oh, so well
1: maybe that person was just messing with
0: me, or maybe they got in on something early and it's not they're not doing it anymore you know what i mean like, you know it could have been like just kind of a testing thing and they happened to jump on board
1: yeah that totally could be well either way we will keep you updated with ernesta
0: coming up next dr jen is going to talk to us about rebounding from an illness without overdoing it
1: Really tasted good And it felt like a solid piece of bread Like I did not feel like I was Giving up something
0: I was surprised at how big Each slice of bread was Here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) I didn't make a sandwich with these I just had toast Which you love because you have toast almost every day I do It was (laughs) the best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had And if you're doing the math It's 0-1 to grams of net carbs 0-gram sugar and high in fiber For your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clip Out listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's dot com and use code TCO to get free shipping.
1: Gooder offers a 30 day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping.
2: Getting the Psychological Edge with Dr. Jen.
0: Joining us once again via the magic of a Zoom Tube is Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. She also has an app that you might want to check out called No More Diets. It's Dr. Jen. Hello.
1: Hi. Hello. Uh, so glad to have you here. Uh, Brandy J. Waits is looking for some help. She just finished up with a tough round of illness, and she is trying to find balancing jumping back on previous workout schedules and not sidelining her health by overdoing. She does not go on to say if this was like COVID-like illness or if this was some kind, you know, something else going on physical. So I'm not sure there.
3: And she didn't say how long she's been out. Right? She did not. Yeah. Well, here's the first thing that is important to know. Don't go back to your previous workout that you were doing prior to getting sick. You've got to work your way up to that both physically and mentally, that kind of having your focus on one exercise for a long duration of time is something we kind of have to mentally work up to. And I would really recommend that start really gentle, start with a lot of stretch classes, start with walking instead of running, start with low impact spin classes instead of high intensity or power zones or anything like that. Um, also start with, if you're doing weights, you may need to start doing lighter weights than you were before and allow yourself the room to build up. Don't beat yourself up, give yourself the room and make a plan because if you try to do what you did before, but just do a modified version and aren't really sure what you're doing, you're probably going to be very self-critical. But if you look at kind of whatever your format was you were doing before and make new goals that are kind of a couple levels Easier, so that you can ease back in. You're going to feel a sense of success, and you're going to feel a sense of accomplishment, and also make sure that you stretch. You know, I'm always pushing, stretching around here because people like Tom don't do it enough. <laughs> Who me? <laughs> and make sure because also what the tendency to that most people do is. They're out and then they jump back in. They do too much too soon. And then they injure themselves. And you want to avoid that because that will sideline you for longer and really get you down. So really ease into it very slowly. Yes, definitely. I I think,
1: as always, excellent advice.
0: (laughs) I'll do the stretching on the front end. It's the it's the back end. I'm like, I'm done now. But both are important. Yeah.
3: And I and I get that. And that's why, look, I love a five minute pigeon class with Chelsea because you're sitting pretty much the whole time, even if it's just like on one butt cheek. Like, <laughs> have to stand. like when I'm done with my workout, I just don't want to stand. Like this morning I did um at the end of my workout, I did a 10 minute Dennis Morton floor stretches yoga class. Good. Yeah, that's was great. Four? Okay, I can do that.
0: I don't mind the standing. It's when they you, you're getting down, you're getting up, you're getting down, you're getting up. I'm like, I'm not at mass. I will say Peloton. I don't have time for this.
1: Peloton honestly <laughs> doesn't do that with their stretches very often. I would There's, have no way of knowing.
3: I know. So <laughs> I'm telling you.
0: Total stretches on the other hand. You need,
3: you need some floor stretches, some pigeon. I'm telling you that Chelsea pigeon class is everything.
1: It is a great class. I agree. Chelsea
0: pigeon. I've never heard of her. Oh, Who's stop. <laughs> which she lives in the odd couple right the pigeon sisters so
1: yeah yeah that's it just
0: busting out my old-time movie references that so, you are there you go <laughs> well uh thank you so much for that it was a quick one but uh something that's okay too yeah yeah so uh, think of it as like a five-minute pigeon class
3: <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah. so
0: until next time where can people find you
3: um, on social media, at Dr. Jen Man to Ends on Jen to Ends on Man. Uh, also, I have an InStyle magazine column called Hump Day with Dr. Jen that comes out on Wednesdays. Wonderful. Thank you.
2: Instructors in the News.
0: So last week, after our episode went live, a Leanne Hainsby revealed that she had been diagnosed with breast cancer.
1: Yeah, and back in August of 2022, so folks might remember that her good friend Danielle passed away very suddenly and unexpectedly, and I guess two days before the funeral, uh, Leanne actually found a lump, and it's been a whirlwind since then. She has not shared anything going on with anyone publicly outside of her people, you know, Right. and uh, so this was her first time doing that publicly, and she shared that she was cancer-free and that she would be back on the bike this week and so the ride that I alluded to earlier during the shareholders call is what occurred this week and that happened this morning and Ben Altus posted and if you're seeing the screen you will see his post that Leanne was a bloody superstar Mm -hmm. and that 8,000 plus of the community showed up live to support her and of course enjoy the the music that was happening as
3: well.
0: So that that's awesome like it that's is. I oh, that she's cancer free not the yes. cancer right just to be yes. clear. and like,
1: that the community showed up to support her. Absolutely. Yes. Those things are cool not not the cancer, and in fact, we um, we're really glad that we were able to support breast cancer research a couple years ago during Breast Cancer Awareness Month. We were actually able to raise ten thousand dollars for the Breast Cancer Research Fund National. The, tell me the name of the it, Tom. Uh,
0: national. There's so
1: many places. I know
0: it was the National Breast Cancer Foundation. Research Foundation. Pre- yeah, and we raffled off a pink Peloton yes. and listeners chipped in and are donated and yeah they were kind enough to donate a little over 10 grand so. so
1: so community out there you do more every day than you realize
0: absolutely
1: and thank you for that
0: bex gentry had a story about her birth process <laughs> process of birthing not her own birth she was really young at the time so i don't know that she could relate much of that story having a us. baby there we go oh,
1: you seem very uncomfortable i do like subject. to talk about
0: the girl stuff.
1: I could tell you're very uh, anxious about this. (laughs) Well, Bex had said that previously when she posted on social media that her birth was a difficult one and she would be sharing that story at some point in the future. And so this week she shared it and she talked about how she went into an appointment because she started bleeding and then found out that her heart rate was kind of high and she had not been expecting to have the baby that day. Uh, but apparently the baby had other plans and and,
0: felt otherwise.
1: Yeah. And (laughs) I, I don't want to share the whole thing because it, I feel like it's her story to tell. But if you want to read the whole story, she, she placed that out there on all of her socials and, uh, It's a sweet story. And it's always like as a mom, I just I love birth stories. So (laughs) I think probably a lot of us do. It just feels very special. And you just remember every detail of it because it's a very big moment. So I'm just glad Bex is okay. And she has a happy, lovely family. And I can't wait for her to be ready to be back on the tread
0: speaking of having babies
1: (laughs) yes chelsea chelsea jackson roberts she had a meme and it says guess who's heading back to the mat and then she said when you when you hit that last day of maternity leave and she's like no it can't be (laughs) but it is he's like no it can't be i can't wait for her to be back on the mat as well it would be so nice to have some of these lovely ladies back in action
0: And uh, while we're discussing Dr. Chelsea Jackson-Roberts.
1: Yeah, she posted this really great question about like, what do people struggle with, with yoga? Like what keeps you from doing yoga? And one of the things that came back over and over again is that people didn't have time to (laughs) to practice something as slow as yoga and or meditation. This hit me like right there, (laughs) because one of the things she talks about was like people said, well, it doesn't burn enough calories, right?" right? Like if I've got an hour a day, Chelsea... I got to do the thing that burns the calories, (laughs) but we all have a down day. We should all have a day where we're taking it a little bit easy and uh, that is where we should be putting this in. But also... She talked about even if you're having five minutes of time doing that meditation or a, a shorter yoga practice, you're still getting wonderful benefits from that. And the whole point is to slow down. <laughs> like it doesn't have to be about the calories. It's about slowing down and connecting with your body and also getting the benefits of stretching. So I just thought this was a lovely message and I wanted to make sure everyone got to see it.
0: And if you want to connect with your body, I am here to help.
1: Oh, thank you, Tom. And I'm a team player. Oh, I appreciate They're that. Very supportive. Yeah, you are.
0: While we're going through all the health stuff. Oh,
1: I know, right?
0: uh, DJ John Michael posted about his battle with diverticulitis.
1: Yeah, which is is nothing to mess with, people. Uh, I guess he had been ignoring some symptoms that he had been having for quite a while. And uh, he talked about this and he talked about how he was supposed to have a colonoscopy and he didn't. And he he didn't. He just kind of ignored all of the things and uh, ended up. Getting very sick and ended up having to spend three days in the hospital dealing with diverticulitis. And uh, he is now home. He's been home for a couple of days and I'm glad to hear it. And he wanted to make sure people knew that that this could happen to you. So please take care of yourself and do all the things. Get all the checks and take care of yourself. Back to the yoga that we were just talking about. Take a second. Yeah, he's
0: posted a thing of like things they want him to do. And one of us is loving kindness meditation yes so yes so chelsea jackson roberts is like see told you i told you so
1: DJ John Michael.
0: So, and I I don't have diverticulitis, but I've had diverticulosis a couple times, which is the lesser version of that. And it hurt. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I remember you being like, this is very painful. And I know the diverticulitis is a lot worse, like a lot
0: more painful. For sure. Yeah. Like Um, I'm I'm just saying like I've had the lesser version and it sucked. Like it was just like it, it like hurt to stand up straight. It was really weird. So,
1: yeah, you scared me because I thought you had, um an appendicitis happening because the only time that my stomach hurt that bad I had to go have my appendix taken out like a few
0: hours later nope I've still got my appendix yeah mine's gone
1: (laughs) (laughs) well anyway back to DJ John Michael uh we wish you well we are so glad you were home and healing and we hope that you continue to heal and feel better
0: Toonday has officially joined the Peloton strength team.
1: Yes, February 18th. She is moving over, which is what I was kind of alluding to earlier when I said we're going to continue to see changes among the ranks of the Peloton instructors. This is another one. So uh, Toonday, yes, you're not crazy. She has taught strength classes before. There was a whole program, Toonday's arm program, uh, and she has taught uh, some other classes. But this time she is going to be doing a full lineup. So we're gonna be seeing core, hit cardio, lower body. She's going to be doing all of the things. And that starts February eighteenth. So if you haven't had a chance to do so yet, please reach out to tune Day and tell her congratulations. And while we're at it, tune Day, congratulations. Yes.
0: And speaking of tune Day, uh she Oh,
1: speaking of, I see what you did there.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Look yeah. at that. <laughs> I'm very very clever. Uh, as part of her Speak series, she sat down with Storm Reed, who we talked about last week, is the star of the movie Missing. She's also featured prominently as one of uh, one of the main characters, I believe, on the new HBO show The Last of Us, which is getting rave reviews, but we have not started yet. We will. We're still getting caught up on WKRP. <laughs> we're watching TV chronologically. Yeah, so we're so, going to start we're, yeah, we're still so in the 70s. We'll yeah. get up
1: to the 2000s sometime soon. Eventually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we had also wondered like why Tune Day was like doing an interview for Sony and so I wanted to circle back around because right. she was doing it for Speak. That it, like her her speaking platform called Speak. So yeah. I wanted to make sure that we kind of followed back up on that and explained. So that's pretty cool.
0: Yes. And once again, Missing was really good. Yes. You should check it out.
1: Yes. I got a couple messages about how much people really enjoyed that movie. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at
0: that. Yeah. It's, it's funny. I have a movie podcast, but no one's ever gone to see a movie that I recommended over there <laughs> after nine years.
1: <laughs> well, they've already watched it a lot of times. That's, That's not true. fair. Yeah. All right. I'm kind of pissed at Emma Lovewell. Why is that? Because I love Ever Eve. And I would like free things from (laughs) EverEve. Well. Because they're really freaking expensive.
0: Become a Peloton instructor. I know. I know. And and get 600,000 Instagram followers.
1: I'll work on that. (laughs) I'll work on that. Uh, No, no. It's just another... partnership that i wanted to highlight and, and emma is cleaning up man yeah. they are coming in fast and furious for emma she's a she's a good model though so i think she's going to get a lot of these clothing and ones it makes sense i mean she's got the body the figure and a face for being a clothing model so i think we will see more of this for emma and good for her that's awesome
0: speaking of partnerships uh jess king has partnered with pottery barn kids
1: she sure did and her entire nursery is in pottery barn kids <laughs> people had a lot to say about this and uh
0: like what is that like they were they were snarky
1: about it well a lot of people were supportive because most people just are supportive of right. Peloton. But but yeah, there were some people that felt like her image, Jess King's image, does not really match Pottery Barn kids and that they felt like it didn't it didn't match. They were surprised to see that. And there were also people that just called out in general that like all of these partnerships aren't the instructors kind of at risk for overexposing themselves and kind of making people go away? Let me be clear. Yeah, they are. I don't think they're at risk like to most people, right. but they're going to be a, a segment of people that they're going to push away because they, they do this kind of stuff. Like I, mean, just I think a, the people that
0: are super dialed in on Peloton, the mm-hmm. super fans that are following all the instructors, I think they really notice the uptick in this. But I think the average person doesn't.
1: I agree. That's I, exactly
0: my point. And I also think that this is the world we live in it and is. that there's nothing wrong with it. No. And, the, you know, the people that get so bent out of shape about, oh, everything should be ad free. Like, grow up. Like, you're just, you know, like like people, there are ads and things and, and the instructors, they have a platform and they're they're going to do that in the same way that that Tom Hanks does Voice reads for commercials and Brad Pitt advertises, I don't know, weird brands of soda in China or I don't, you know, I mean, all these people do things like that. That's how the world works.
1: Well, and and again, I know I've said this before, but I just want to repeat it for people who don't. Believe it or not they don't listen to every episode what? I know I know shocking That's... but in all Seriousness I think it is important to remember That like they can't do these Jobs forever yeah like Good point they need to They need to get the getting while the getting Is good yeah like they need to do that I, I mean it would be irresponsible of them Financially to leave money on the table when there's all These
0: opportunities For It sure. really would yeah And I mean it, it's it's funny The things people will get mad about but the things People won't get mad about mm-hmm. like It's like you know Michael Jordan just doesn't really really like shoes right like, like he's not like <laughs> i got into basketball so i could launch a footwear brand like that's not a thing i know like, like it so it's like yeah but people are like oh air jordans are the best uh, yeah it's but, but
1: i also i do think that for those of us who have been on the platform a long time and there's a lot of people who have been on the platform way longer than i have yeah it does feel like the instructors that you knew have changed and i have noticed this that yeah. they do feel different than they did before i think they have to they do yeah. you can't answer every message no. that comes in you can't you can't answer every email you can't answer every call to like like what happened with just king and britney allen for example like britney allen has this amazing right. clothing that she puts out there and just king has supported that and now All the instructors are, you know, wearing her clothes, not all the instructors, but a lot of the instructors are wearing her clothes and they love it. They love it. That would never
0: happen today.
1: I mean, the chances of it are super slim because these people have the instructors have so many people coming at them, pitching them all the time. I mean. You guys, I see like a tiny, tiny portion of it. The people will be like, well, I reached out to so-and-so and they never responded to me about my product that I made for the bike. Yeah, because they don't have to. Yeah. They don't have to. There's, They, they don't need you. They have these much bigger fish to fry, like Pottery Barn Kids. Right.
0: And even beyond that, they might not even see it. Yeah, for sure.
1: They may not even be running their socials anymore.
0: Like one, they might not be running their own Instagram account anymore. And two, even if they are, they're getting so inundated with messages. The idea that they're going to see yours and respond to it is, you know, especially on some sort of a business pitch. Yeah. Like and honestly, you probably couldn't afford them. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's, it's just it's just very different days it's yeah. just it's very different than it used to be and i i know that it, that's really hard on some people but it is what it is and it's
0: evolved it's and... the same thing you see in the music industry right when when a band goes from clubs to theaters to arenas to stadiums right like it's you know there's always the people that are like well i i saw taylor swift when she was playing the bluebird and pff, she's really full of herself and it's like well She's kind of got to be.
1: Yeah. I mean, you also can't command presence and not be full of yourself. Yeah. Like much as I hate to say it, it's true. Like if you walk into a room and you like, there are people that are superstars that like, they just have a presence. They just yeah. do. And I think that it's necessary to have that presence. I'm not saying you need to be rude to people or arrogant or anything like that, but you have to have that self-confidence and yeah, they they just do
0: yeah and there are some people who it's funny like it's like they go on stage and 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 they turn it on and then there's others who are they just Exude it you like, could
1: see it walk at their Airport you yeah. see somebody famous I don't even know Who they are I'm like that's, and, somebody, and famous. You just know
0: that's somebody famous That is somebody fa- and, and then sh- you google It and sure enough they yeah. are <laughs> and but Sometimes like you you meet you'll meet Somebody famous because I because of my Day job I, I meet a lot of famous people Yeah and and I don't know if I've told This story before but like sometimes they like, used to Talk about how Bill Clinton would work a Room and like and People would just be like Even people didn't like Bill Clinton like When he would get done talking to you'd be like holy cow that guy's he's just got the charisma he's dreamy you know (laughs) and so it's like and i've met a lot of famous people in in my life just because of what i do and i got to tell you the person i met where i was just like when this guy started talking to me and he wasn't trying to sell me anything but when he started talking to me like he made you feel like you were the only person in the world it was crazy. I've never experienced anything like it, and you're going to be stunned when I say the name. Who, who, who? Glenn Beck.
1: I am stunned, Like,
0: that dude, like, what everything about his politics, when you meet him one-on-one, one, one, seemed like legit the nicest guy in the world, and two, when he talked to you, you felt special. (laughs) I don't even know how to explain it. Do you
1: have a crush on Glenn
0: Beck? (laughs) No. All he said was like, hey, thanks for having me in your venue, blah, 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 and I'm just like, but like, he was super
1: dialed in. He was
0: super dialed in, and I, like okay, and well was, it's not the same. And I've had same. other people say that to me when they come through, but it just it something about him was totally different.
1: It's not the same at all. But um, remember the time that we met Scott Bayo? Like, <laughs> I mean. We talked about my job for like 20 minutes and yeah. I did feel very like, wow, he's actually listening. Like his yeah. eyes did not glaze over. It was amazing. It was really
0: <laughs> weird because like it was just like a paid photo op kind of a thing. And he's like, oh, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I book rock bands for a living. He's like, oh. And he's like, what do you do? And you're like, Wait,
1: oh. I start talking about healthcare. I work
0: in healthcare, And he's like, really?
1: And we got into a whole thing. Yeah.
0: And he's like, what do you think about this? And it was just, yeah, it was. Yeah. If,
1: if you ever would have said like. Who do you expect? Who is the last person on Earth that you expect to have a conversation about healthcare with? Yeah, Scott Bayo would have been on that list, yeah. like at the bottom, and like, like he knew things. He did. He did. He yeah. understood the things I was saying. Yeah. yeah, I've very, very seldom had a conversation about any job that I've had, and people's eyes didn't glaze over. And the fact that he didn't and talked to me for quite a while yeah. about it was just shocking to me.
0: I also think it's funny that when we get <laughs> the itunes reviews it's almost always because we're woke
1: i know and, i know and we
0: just sit here sat here singing the praises of two of the best known republican celebrities out there yeah, so well, for I all also- the people that say that eat a dick
1: <laughs> while we're at it i really apologize to all of you that had to listen to my ingratiating screechy voice this week yeah <laughs>
0: Oh, and the giggle! Oh
1: yeah, the giggle! giggle. Yeah, Yeah. sorry guys, (laughs) I'm not sorry.
0: (laughs) We're not sorry. We don't care. So uh, moving along, back to Peloton. Back to Peloton. Back to partnerships.
1: Yeah, Cody Rigsby
0: partnering with PJ Place.
1: Yeah, apparently people are going crazy over this ad. I don't so know. So he's
0: allowed to do this. Yes, he's okay. allowed. He's, he's allowed, allowed to talk about pajamas. Yes. That's okay. People Pottery are loving it. Kids, when you have kids, is not acceptable. Yes. You clearly, just because you have kids doesn't mean that you should be associated with kids. Right. But Cody has been deemed worthy of pajamas by the internet. Well, it Got has it.
1: Gin, gym and tonic on it. So ah. I feel like that might have something to do with it. I don't know. People went crazy over this ad. Whatever. No.
0: Yeah. I can't explain it. I clicked through because I was like, what is this? And if you go to their Instagram, it's like every picture they post is like 100 likes, 120 likes. And then Cody. And then you get to the Cody, and it's like 45,000 likes.
1: (laughs) That'll do it. That'll do it.
0: Now, I'm sure they're putting money behind this particular post as well. But still, I just found that amusing. It
1: is. It is.
0: And. Speaking of Cody.
1: Speaking of Cody, he posted a reel this week or a story this week. cryptic. Yeah. He talked about how it was his first day in the world of scripted television. And uh, so lots of guesses came in. Yes. Uh, Lots of people being snarky about this as well, because he just like did the sign of the cross if you're watching. And uh, people were like, he did it backwards uh, because it's not Catholic school
0: or whatever. Well, Um, but. Are I, we know, sh-
1: cause I know cuz I know cuz the camera's flipped right yeah, is,
0: Are we sure the camera is not flipped I on don't know I don't know But for people that want to make the sign of the cross it's best spe- it's spectacles testicles watch wallet
1: Watch wall. Okay.
0: That's, that's how you do that.
1: Oh, thanks. I, I went to
0: Catholic school. So that's, I really yeah.
1: needed to have that down. I don't
0: know how girls do it. Because they
1: don't have testicles. They don't have
0: testicles. And so mm-hmm. there's not a, there's nothing to rhyme
1: mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm.
0: Glasses, asses, watch, watch, watch.
1: <laughs> Well, anyway, yeah. I I saw a lot of guesses about what he could be doing. and Everything from Saturday Night Live to um, something with Dancing with the Stars. And that's uh, not scripted. Uh, that's true. It's not. One thing that I saw that I felt like... Maybe, maybe a redemption arc on that show that like they had the heart attack on.
0: Oh, uh, Sex in the City. Sex
1: in the City, a redemption arc. I thought that was interesting.
0: I don't think so. Because, I don't either. Because they want to disavow themselves of that actor, <laughs> of that, Chris Noth. That is true. Like, so like, I, th- I don't think you're going to see much. I'm not saying they'll never well, acknowledge Mr. Big again, but I don't think that they'd want to build a huge giant storyline.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's totally fair. But. At any rate, I just that out of all the guesses, that was the one that seemed like the most plausible, though. There were a lot of things.
0: If it wasn't for what happened with Chris Noth as that story came out. I would agree.
1: And people also said uh, soap operas because he appeared to still be in New York. And a lot of the soap operas are filmed in New York, supposedly. I have no idea if that's true. That's just what somebody said.
0: I think that's true because they because they've been doing them for so long. It's where they started. Okay, because they started as radio shows.
1: Well, I think that's a pretty plausible one, too. I think that's very plausible.
0: Yeah, I think that makes sense. But the production turnaround on soap operas is so fast I think it probably would have already aired. What
1: about something like um, Special Victims Unit? That was another one, Law & Order, because they always have like so many random people on Law & Order.
0: Yeah, that's true. They could be doing a storyline where somebody gets killed in a Peloton or, a, or a, a cycling studio and they have them on as a gag or something. Yeah. I
1: don't know. We will see. We will As soon as we know, we will post it here.
0: Because when I think Law & Order, I think gags. <laughs> Only if someone has been bound and gagged. So Maddie Majacomo did his first ever inversion.
1: Yes, did you watch the video?
0: Does now count? Sure. Oh, then yes. Um
1: so <laughs> Mariana Fernandez uh, assisted slightly yeah. just making sure that he he stayed upright. But uh, that is not as easy as that looks. Oh, I'm sure. I have trouble with that. But um, I thought it was really cool that he was able to do his first inversion. So I just wanted to call that out because I absolutely adore Maddie. And I love Mariana. She's so nice. She's so sweet. I just love her.
0: I think it's also good for people to know that that do things like that and struggle with it. That like, here's a guy that like literally could not be in better shape. Yeah. And he's struggling with it. Yeah. And so it's, it's more than just about fitness. You know? it,
1: it is. And at the beginning of the year, several instructors talked about new things that they were doing. And it was kind of that 92% thing that we mm-hmm. talked about. And this was one of the new things that he was doing. So I think that's really cool that he posted an update.
0: So Robin Arzan was mentioned in the Calm app.
1: Yeah, so I guess there's this little feature, a seven-minute daily segment called The Daily J. Okay. Um, And they talk about mindfulness in our lives and other informational stories. And so this particular story was how uh, Robin gradually got back to fitness after her C-section, starting with one breath at a time. And The Daily J, I just want to mention, is also by Jay Shetty. So we don't have a video of it. Robin doesn't speak during this time, but he speaks about her. But I thought it was cool. Is she actually there? Mm Mm, it's. I, mm, I got the impression it was like an of. Or an,
0: he's just telling a story. I about got her. the
1: impression he was telling a story gotcha. about her, but okay. like she had to have been involved in some way to approve that. I would think. Yeah, um, I don't know how that works. I kind of. I feel like pretty strongly they can't use her likeness without permission and things
0: like that. But they can talk about her
1: how would they know that she got back to mindfulness
0: yeah i don't i mean i didn't know if maybe she had mentioned it somewhere like i was reading this she could have she could have
1: mentioned. i mean it's not like i check her story every single day so i could have missed that like it is very possible and i also want to give credit to mia Batal for sending this to us because i never would have seen it otherwise i don't use the calm app i use other meditation apps but i don't use calm so i really appreciate her sending this over
0: yes thank you very much And coming up next, Angelo has tips for uh, shutting people up when they want to talk about what you eat or what you don't eat. Clip out. Joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube is Angelo from MetPro here to answer all of your fitness and nutrition questions. Hello. Hi. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back.
1: Uh, Well, Angelo, I always appreciate you being here. I feel like I'm putting you on the hot seat with this question because it's kind of a psychological question.
0: I feel on the hot seat Uh because you said I appreciate as if like you appreciate and I don't.
1: I appreciate him more.
0: I (laughs) I defer to Tom. All psychological questions, I defer to
2: Tom. Yeah. Yeah. No.
1: (laughs) Actually, I know exactly what his answer would be to this. And I bet you can guess when you hear it. Depends.
2: Uh, No. Uh,
1: Michelle. Michelle Michelle. Fox Wiles wants to know how she stops people from commenting on what she does or does not eat. And she she adds, asked as a fat person. Those are her words, not mine.
4: (laughs) Oh, that's interesting. Commenting on what she does and does not eat. You know, it's interesting. People comment typically not out of spite. Now, if somebody is commenting out of spite, you don't need those people in your life. Regardless of what the comments are, you you don't, you don't need that, you know, steer, steer clear of stuff like that. But most of the time, what people notice is change. Hmm. So this may or may not pertain to you, Michelle, but what happens is sometimes we'll, we'll have people that will lose an incredible amount of weight. And then people will comment and say, Oh my gosh, something's wrong with you. What, What are you not? All right. Or what are you, what are you doing? You've lost so much weight. Well, if they were used to seeing them at that weight and then all of a sudden they they put weight on, then there would be the reverse comments. You know, so people are looking at change as far as what you're eating on a day to day basis. That's nobody's business, but your own. Don't worry about that. Do right by you. Nourish your body. Prioritize your health. Eat healthy choices. And your body at any weight is going to be the healthiest it can be. So, yeah, I would say don't worry about – I would try to keep that separate from the world. You know, our, our culture is – and I'm guilty of this. I'm guilty of this. What we love to do is we love to take pictures of our food. But we relate it to our you know, socializing. You know, I'm with friends. And here's a picture of what I ate. And, you know, and We're you, you look at instinct. <laughs> It just looks like you're watching a a video uh, menu of people's foods that they ate. You know, but keep in mind, that's just a snapshot. That was one meal. The last meal that we ate when Ashley and I traveled, we went to uh, a place called Black Tap. They have one in downtown Disney. They have one in Vegas, and they're known for their amazing burgers and crazy shakes, you know. So of course I get all these comments. You're eating that? I'm like, <laughs> this isn't all I eat, but yes, I will eat this too. <laughs> now, this isn't my everyday meal, but yeah, you gotta live. But you know what? If I was concerned about what people were gonna say about, oh well, you know, he's a he's a nutritionist, he's a trainer, and he's on the air all the time and he can't be eating that. If I was worried about that. I would never post stuff like that. <laughs> so, don't let it bother you and if it's a deal, just keep it to yourself and you know, you, you don't need to be sharing with people that are bringing any sort of negativity in your life.
1: Amen. What that. do you
4: guys say? What do you guys? Think? I
1: know what Tom would say. <laughs> and it, it has a four-letter word yeah. in it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's As you your concern. Give him the stink eye <laughs> while eating. Just stare him right in the eye. And take That's a bite it. and then just keep chewing. I'd maybe Good even chew with, chew with your mouth open. Be like, you want to see what I mean so much? Here it is. That's what I do. Oh gosh. That's
3: fabulous.
0: That's how I solve things. Yeah. So, well, you should probably take Angelo's advice, not mine, but if you take and my don't, advice, don't
1: take mine either. If you take my
0: advice, by all means, please get it on camera and send it to us. I would love to see reactions. So if people would like good advice, Taylor's not what I come up with, not my psychological concoctions, where can they find you?
4: And for advice other than chewing with your mouth open, um, (laughs) you can go to metpro.co slash TCO and we'd love to visit. (laughs) Wonderful. Thank you. Peloton Artist Collaboration.
0: The newest artist series features Nile Rodgers.
1: So do you know Nile Rodgers? Like know who he is? I mean,
0: Uh, he was. Was he in La Chic?
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: I should book bands for a living. Yeah. (laughs) And yeah. he's done a lot of other stuff, too. But I think that's... I think he does a lot of session work, maybe, also.
2: But Well,
1: people were very excited about this. Yeah. Um, obviously, there were a ton of people on for Leanne's Ride that happened today. But there were a lot of people that were just excited about this particular artist series in general. And I'm always just surprised to hear, like, who's into it, who's not. Because a lot of times, age-wise... I feel like I'm pretty in line with the same people, but this one I had no idea. Like, gotcha. I don't I don't know this one, but it started uh, February 1st, which is today. So hopefully you got to you'll get to enjoy these if that's your thing. Other connected fitness.
0: Tonal has announced they are launching a corporate wellness program.
1: Yeah, and uh, we don't have a ton of information about it. Just thought it was interesting and just wanted to mention it because obviously Peloton has theirs and they do plan to expand their corporate wellness program, Peloton does. So just thought it was interesting and worth mentioning.
0: Yeah, I hope my company gets it.
1: (laughs) That would be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. You should talk to your people up there. They
0: don't listen to me. It's government.
1: Well, that's true. Talk to Sandy.
0: (laughs) They don't listen to her either.
1: (laughs) Past guest update.
0: So people might remember, a guess we talked to a while back by the name of Josh Vernon.
1: Yes. And you also might remember, what is the name of their group?
0: I don't remember.
1: Oh, Wicked. Wicked something. Wicked Smat Zone. No, wicked Smat something. Because you have to say it like that because it's Bostonian.
0: <laughs> I think it's uh, cultural appropriation if I say it like that.
1: Well, that's how they literally spell it. It's like <laughs> S-M-A-H-T. But uh, yeah, they're at it again. And again, being they left a $4,000 tip at a local restaurant in Plymouth. How cool is that?
0: Yeah. And we, we were just in Plymouth, like, not just, but a little over a year ago. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, we didn't leave a $4,000 no, tip. we did not. But the whole group of people, they all went in with that being the goal that they were going to kick in extra for the server, and they left a $4,000 tip. 4600
0: to be for, um, precise. You're
1: right. You're right. 4600 And And uh, I think that's pretty cool. So. Yeah. Glad to be part of the amazing Peloton community that does really cool things like this. And they've been getting a lot of press about it. Several of the instructors posted about it as well. So very cool for them. And glad to know you. Glad that we were able to have a small part in that story. Keep spreading the news.
0: In case you missed it. Saturday 60 is back
1: it's back live oh. with members starting february 11th uh people love this class so just had to make sure that everybody was aware you got to get out there and get on that saturday 60 if that's your thing
0: peloton also has dropped two new collections
1: they have one is uh, peloton welcome to peloton tread and one is welcome to peloton cycle the tread has i think nine classes and the cycling has 10 classes and they feature all different, several different instructors, all just kind of like giving 15 or 20 minute classes to give you all of the the ways that you need to sit, the instruction for how all the terminology is going to be used. So again, those collections are both for the tread and for cycling. So that's really great. These are where you need to send people. They're like, I just got started. What classes do you recommend? Send them here.
0: Especially if you think about it, we always ask guests for advice for newbies. And one of the most frequent tips we get is to try multiple instructors and so this is a great way to do it, right? It's a starting point and there's lots of different instructors. So it's a good way to start off doing that.
1: It is. Absolutely. I love these. And I took one of these classes with uh, Maddie a couple of weeks ago and oh my goodness, it was so well done, so thoughtful. And like, I mean, it was Maddie. she's so. like, what are you
0: doing here?
1: <laughs> well, it wasn't live. You're not a beginner. <laughs> <laughs> my speed says I am. <laughs>
0: The row instructors had a virtual event.
1: They did. And I have to say it was minus Matt Wilper. So was, Adrian was moderating and Alex, Katie and Ash were all on to answer a bunch of questions. It was a get to know you event for the community. So and there were several things that Adrian just kind of asked them, like, you know, what was the biggest thing they were surprised about from Peloton and what was the, the hardest part about kind of getting started in the Peloton world? And I really loved hearing their answers. Katie talked about how different it was for her to move from LA, uh, the California, mm-hmm. all the way, I think it's, Elman, uh, it doesn't matter. Anyway, somewhere in California, right. all the way to New York, and they all talked about how they had been contacted by Peloton. I love hearing this kind mm-hmm. of tea. And they were saying that, like uh, Katie said specifically, that they had reached out to her and I think it was... I don't know. It was a while back. I, it was years before she responded. I want to say it was like 2020 and she was like, nah, this isn't a good time. I don't want to do this. Yeah. And then later she felt like, oh, this is a good opportunity uh, for me personally. I guess the first time they reached out to her, it was a different modality altogether. Ah. This time when they reached out to her, it was specific to row and that felt like a good fit for her and it felt like a good team and it felt like a good time for her. Um, I also thought it was interesting to learn that Alex had kind of moved away from rowing as much. And uh, this kind of brought him back into rowing. Uh, Same with Ash. She had kind of, you know, she was doing rowing, but she was teaching in her own gym. Some other things had happened. It sounds like there were some personal things in her life that were difficult. And uh, so it became a good time when Peloton said, do you want to do this? And so it was really neat hearing all of their backstories. One of the things I thought was hilarious on this, because there were about 500 people-ish on the uh, live portion of this. You Uh could replay it later, but live, there were about 500 And I kept seeing over and over again, when will new, when will you be putting rowing on the app? When will you be doing live classes? Will there be live classes in the studio? Like it was just over and over (laughs) and over and over over again. But no, they didn't answer any of those questions. Good. Um, (laughs) I know. It's like, yeah, here's the moment. This is where they're going to do it, guys.
0: This is for you. You're the one
1: they're going to answer. You
0: will be the straw that breaks the camel's back
1: yeah but <laughs> ash did she did come the closest to saying something to that effect she was like they talked about what it was like to teach live after mm-hmm. not having taught live and how exciting it was to see the leaderboard and see all those people show up which i love seeing the instructors light up in that way like they're always so surprised of how many of us show <laughs> up and how awesome the community is and uh she was talking about like well hopefully hopefully the powers that be like see that and see that you know maybe we'll get to come out there someday you know and it was yeah you know, i mean basically it's gonna happen right I mean, barry said it's yeah. gonna happen it's just a matter of time but it's it's just cute to see them say things like that oh and one other little piece of gossipy thing alex actually talked about the fact that he has a brother who works at a competitive rowing company oh. and he was like i'm not supposed to talk about that and then he moved on <laughs>
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> funny. it was
1: adorable <laughs> yeah, that's funny i
0: think it's fascinating that that katie Turned them down, and they weren't just like, "We're done with you." Yeah, that they, you know, like mean, a lot of companies would be like, "Like we, a- we asked, and you said no, and there's lots of people we can hire, so like moving right along." Yeah, so I think it's fascinating that they they circled back around on her for it's, a different. It's- device so,
1: it's so funny tom all i could hear was "Ooh, they must have given her so much money so much <laughs> money that it was worth moving all the way across the country to new york where she did not want to live that's yeah. what i heard that's that's what i heard <laughs> and I good it, for her yeah get paid <laughs> yeah get paid
0: they got uh, the money i mean i know the stock price has been down but they got the money they got the money they got enough money for an individual person yes like it's yeah they're maybe not rich in terms of corporations but in terms of people they're doing fine go get your money
1: <laughs> and, I, and I also have to say I really saw a lot of connectedness between these individuals like they all really seem to enjoy each other's company a lot of teasing a lot of playfulness and they, they genuinely seem to like each other and I love seeing that too
3: Peloton birthdays.
0: only one birthday this week and it is former Peloton instructor Daniel McKenna And he will be celebrating his birthday on February 4th.
1: Happy birthday.
0: Happy birthday. Coming up next, we're going to talk to Deborah Brooks, who has her own blog, Confessions of a Mother Runner. So stick around.
3: Checking in with the Peloton community.
0: Joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Deborah Brooks. Hey, how's it going?
2: Hi,
1: thanks for having me. Well, we're so excited to have you.
0: And we should say we stumbled across you because you wrote recently, we talked about an episode of the show. You had a blog post on your blog, Confessions of a Mother Runner. And which sounds like we're going to say something dirty.
1: (laughs) I suspect that was was not an accident. Yes, not accidental.
0: Um, But you had done a review of a Peloton program. Which Crystal will remember.
1: Yeah, it was a split program. It was was split programs in general. And I happen to agree with everything you said. So I was like, oh. Well, thank you. you, Yeah,
0: because if you had been wrong, we wouldn't be talking to you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But backing up, my understanding is that you actually enjoy Peloton, like the bike and all aspects of it. Like you didn't just come across this one split program and decide to write this article.
2: Correct. So I was an early Peloton adopter. I've had my bike since 2018 of the fall of 2018. And I basically got my bike because I was a big spin class person. I actually 15 years ago used to teach both spin class and strength classes at the local gym. And I was a big spin class goer, but it got to the point where... It was just annoying to get there so early, to get in line, to get the bike, to get the bike I wanted, to see if the instructor was there that I liked. And I just when Peloton came out and I started hearing all about the different options, the convenience of it sounded like something that would work well for me and i have never looked back but i did start only on the bike and then now i am all things peloton every day all the time
1: (laughs) (laughs) well i know that feeling and to be fair back in 2018 they didn't have much to offer except for the bike i think they had strength classes beyond the bike bike, yes it was beyond the bike i don't even think it had been officially launched as the app yet that we know today so that was definitely a long time ago
0: so i can't help but notice with all your love of the spin classes. That your blog isn't called Confessions of a Mother Spinner, <laughs> which sounds even dirtier now
2: than I say it. It kind of does. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's not because my real passion is running. I do love running. And that was why I started the blog in general. Ten years ago, I started a Facebook group in my town that was a branch of Moms Run This Town. I'm sure you guys are familiar with that group. Yeah. So I started the one in my town. 10 years ago as a way to just find other friends to run with. I didn't have anyone to run with. And I would see people running everywhere and wanted to find some friends to run with. And so I started the local group here in my town. And I now have over 800 moms in my group. Wow. Wow. It has changed my life. I love it. So those were my two passions. And then the blog and everything else just kind of spun out from there. No
0: pun intended. (laughs) So, was there a period of time where you were worried? Like, were you, do you feel like your running was falling by the wayside Mm. because you got so much into the bike?
2: No, I went through a phase of being into triathlons too. So, that was a really nice combination for me and a way to train for everything at the same time. So I did get into triathlons for a few years and I liked doing all of that at the same time. I no longer do triathlons. I guess I stopped doing that during pandemic times and just haven't gone back to that yet.
0: Because Peloton doesn't make a pool. <laughs>
2: yes. 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 <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: But they do have the rower.
1: So you could there's <laughs> yes, a lot of know. there's a lot of I'm people to get it. <laughs> you're gonna get it.
2: I don't know. I threaten my husband sometimes to get it, but I don't know if I can fit in a whole nother thing. I don't know. <laughs> I, I get it.
1: I do. I was just gonna say a lot of people have been doing the dry triathlons if they have all three pieces where it's like, okay, yes. they'll do this class and this class and this class. I think that's fun. Okay, so when you were teaching spin classes and things like that, I take it you are a certified personal trainer.
2: I'm a certified group X and a certified spin instructor. They did it a little bit differently back in the day. So that was how we did it. They just called it spinning and we had different certifications for that. And then I also taught group exercise classes and I had a few different certifications at the time for that. So I've always had a love of fitness and sharing my passion for fitness with other people from, oh, back in college, I taught step aerobics.
1: (laughs) I remember those. I remember the stuff. I've done just about every kind of workout, especially if it was the kind they had on VHS. I've done it.
3: Oh yeah. (laughs) Yep.
1: So, what made you like decide to write on your blog about the split programs?
2: Okay, so I've been doing the Peloton strength classes since the beginning of the pandemic. I used to have a personal trainer that came to me for strength training, and when pandemic happened, I was like, okay, no, you can't come over anymore. And I started doing the strength training classes and fell in love with them. So I have been exploring all the different aspects of the strength training programs. And also, it's grown so much in the last few years. So it's been really fun to try different programs. And we now have so many different categories with bar and strength for runners and all these different things. So I have tried basically everything on the strength platform of Peloton. And I love how it's set up. I love that there's so much variety and so many levels and so many different ways that everybody can work out gosh, the last few years, what I was doing was what everybody else usually does is stack your classes, go through, pick everything out. And I love doing that. But it takes some time to go through and look at the classes. And then you look at the class plan and see what exercises they're going to do in the class. And if you don't like those, you got to go to another class and pick that class. And then trying to match everything up to what I wanted to accomplish in a week to make sure that I hit all the different body parts. I was doing that. But then when I started to look into the split programs and hear about those some more, it seemed like a really great alternative to and it's such a time saver and a way to get a different kind of workout in every day. But to make sure that my week was really stacked with everything I needed to hit every body part and not overdo one part. And that's why I decided to give them a try about five weeks ago.
1: Okay. And one of the things that really stood out to me is that you mentioned that the split programs feel like they're a little bit harder than what you find just like in the general library.
2: So, I do think so for a couple reasons. So, before what I was doing was taking like 10 or 15 minute arm class, stacking that with a 10 minute core class, stacking that with maybe like a 20 minute legs class. And so in those classes, you have a lot of rest in the different classes, a lot of recovery time, a lot of rest, a lot of demo time which is totally fine. Some classes have more than others, but I felt like once I switched to the split program and let's say it's 30 minutes of chest and biceps, I felt like I was really working really hard for that full 30 minutes, not getting as much rest because there were three, four sets of each of the exercise sets. So you already knew what you were doing and I wasn't getting as much rest. And I realized I was really feeling some muscle soreness the next few days. And that hasn't happened in a while. For me on the Peloton regular Peloton strength classes. And I feel like I just got much more bang for my buck working out this way. And it really gave me an opportunity to exhaust and work certain muscles to failure, which really is what your goal is for strength training. And that doesn't always happen in a 10 minute class. It could, but it doesn't always happen in a 10 minute class. And I felt like with these really structured 30 minute classes. That's what I was getting. And that's what I was really looking for right now. And I feel like the past five weeks that I've been doing this, I feel stronger. I feel different. I don't know if that's psychological or it's really true, but I do feel like I've gotten so much out of training this way.
0: I feel like even if it is psychological, it's still true.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I doubt that it is psychological because scientifically, if you are working to failure and you're doing that for five weeks, you have gotten stronger. So, you have gotten stronger.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, one of the things I noticed so, like, for example, I did JJ's programs for three weeks first. The first week, I'm kind of nervous like, what size weights do I pick? I'm not sure if this is going to be too hard. What if I can't finish the class? And then I'm thinking to myself, you know that you can finish the class. And if you don't, so what? That's the point of the class. If you can't do every set of push-ups, then you can't do every set of push-ups. And that shows you that that's where you are and it gives you something to work for. So the first week, I probably didn't push myself hard enough because I didn't know what to expect. And so because I had the opportunity to take the class again, the next week, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to up my weights on this one. I'm going to push myself here because I know what's coming. I know I can do this. And so it really gave me an opportunity to push myself where I might not have if it was just a regular class that I wasn't going to take again.
1: That makes perfect sense. I also meant to ask at the beginning of this conversation, did you take these classes like through a guide or were you taking them like after they had been released Pass the guide into the So I don't
2: have the Peloton guide. That is one of the things I do not have. I never really felt like I needed that. I feel like I got the form part right. And I never really felt like I needed that for me. So I did have to wait till they were released. I think it's six or seven weeks after they come on the guide, which is annoying, but that's a whole nother conversation.
1: (laughs) It is annoying. I will say one of the benefits, seven weeks for anybody wondering out there. And I do think one of the benefits that is helpful for that exact thing you were talking about, about like, which weights do I use that I really like about the guide. And they've added this. This was not part of the release originally, but they've added it since then where you can go in and create a weight library and you can say, okay, I have whatever. Let's say you have zero all the way up to 50 pounds. Okay. But then, in addition to that, you can say, when I am doing a set of 15 bicep curls for medium weights, I'm going to use my eights. And then, like when you're using the guide, if you're like, ooh, these feel a little light. I think I could move up to the tens. You can say, okay, Peloton, increase to 10 pounds, drop the eights, grab the tens, and just go to town. And it's very simple. They've made it very easy. And it will remember that you did that the last time. The next time you have a set of 15, with your medium dumbbells. And
2: I really like that. Nice update. I like that. That's a really nice update.
1: Definitely. And then when you said you've tried all these other different, like you've been really trying all the different Peloton strength classes. So I'm curious if you have tried any of the roll call classes and how you feel the split programs kind of compare to the roll call classes.
2: I do think they're similar.
1: I agree. That's why I was curious what your thoughts were.
2: (laughs) They are similar. Yes. But again, you have to kind of go through and Plan which ones you're going to take and pick from them and set that up. I am a big fan of the stacking feature. I still do the stacking feature because even though I'm doing the split strength programs, I will still do a warm up class, either a strength for runners or a bar class before. And I do my core first and then the strength. And then if I'm doing cycling, I do it after. So I still set that all up.
1: And for people listening at home, because I don't want it to sound like I'm telling you a better way to do it, but I just want to also say that the guide is really awesome about roll call, those are released every week. And so when they are released on the guide, they have them all laid out. Like it's a new class every day. So part of why it's hard to find is because it takes that seven weeks to roll out and now you got to go find them and right. piece them together. So do. I'm hoping in the future, they'll put those in little collections and be like week of blah, blah, blah. Right. And then you could just go see them because that would be a lot simpler. But I think those are harder too, like the split classes are.
2: They are harder. And I'm not sure if it's because they're concentrated. I mean, even the ones that say advanced on the regular Regular classes, I don't always feel like they're advanced, but is that maybe because they're 10 minutes or they're 15 minutes, maybe you really need 30 minutes on one body part to really exhaust that body part?
1: That's a good question. And I think one of the things that I have always struggled with Peloton, and I think this is a me thing, is that I feel like when I do strength on Peloton, I am always struggling to figure out the right weights because different instructors go different paces. And so I'm always trying to be careful to not be swinging the weights. And some of the instructors go fast enough that they may not feel like they're swinging the weights, but it makes me feel like I am. And so I'm always struggling with that. And I think if you want to lift heavy enough to exhaust that, you probably need to be lifting heavier than what comes to mind for a class. But you have to balance that with like, are you brand new to this? Because form comes first and you might need to lift lighter. Form
2: definitely comes first. Yeah. When I used to teach years ago, I would go up to people and make them drop their weights because they were doing exactly what you said. Like you see those guys in the gym that are like have these 50 pound weights, but they're swinging all over the place. I mean, that's not really doing anything for you except hurting your back, maybe. So <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: that's fair. <laughs> but they have to show everybody how much weight they can lift. That's true. That's exactly. True.
1: And then don't forget yeah. the big clang at the end when they throw it on the ground.
3: Right. <laughs> but for most
2: classes that I take when they say, oh, you need two sets of weights. I usually have four. Okay. So you like to have
1: more options that helps I you do.
2: when they say medium weight. I mean, what does that really mean to you? It might be something different than it is to me than it is to you. So I just like to have them all out there so I can quickly switch in the middle if I feel like something's too heavy or not heavy enough.
1: I love that. That makes sense. How do you incorporate the weight classes with your biking and running?
2: Took me a while to figure this all out, but I have my schedule in place now. (laughs) (laughs) So I run three days a week. I wish I could run more, but my body needs to have a day off between running. So I run three days a week and then I do my strength on the opposite days and cycling on the same day as strength but not all the time, depending on how I'm feeling and where I am in my run training. Right now, I'm training for the New York City half. So I am currently doing the Team Wilpers run challenge for the half marathon. I'm sure you guys are familiar with that. Whole yeah.
1: Thing. yeah. But for people who aren't, why don't you go ahead and explain it?
2: Okay. So everyone's favorite instructor Matt Wilbers has a spoon-off training program where he trains runners, triathletes, cyclists. And about a year ago, they offered a beta group test for a run training program. So I was in the first group, I think it was about maybe even like 100 people a year ago. And they did this run training program where they would send you workouts every single week. And there was a Facebook group and coach John Ferry, who fun tip is Hannah Corbin's husband, is the coach of our program. And I love the way they set up the training. So even though I'm a run coach myself, I will not do these workouts until someone tells me to do them. I don't want to plan my own workouts just like Peloton. So I started doing it a year ago and loved the format of it, really got a lot of benefit out of it and was able to really progress my running when at a time that I just thought I was kind of stuck where I was. So big fan of the program and how they structure it. So fast forward a year, I did 4 of the challenges. They were 8 to 10 weeks each. So now just a few weeks ago, they started the first half marathon one. So I jumped right in that. And it is designed for people who are actually running the New York City half that weekend in March. So I think a lot of the Team Wilpers people are going to be running it. So they kind of designed it to fit exactly in that schedule. So right now I am doing that with three days a week running and it's a free program. I think anybody can still sign up and get into the Facebook group. If you want to do that, you can just look for it. It's called the Team Wilpers Run Challenge and you should be able to find it.
1: Oh, that's fabulous! Thank you for yeah. all that great information. I, sure. I know people will ask questions, so that's why I might as well just lay it all out there for them.
2: Okay, <laughs> anybody can ask me a question. I'm happy to help them find it. And they will still
0: ask the question, oh, yeah. even though you said it all. Yeah, they will. That's like, okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, it's a lot of information to be thrown at you verbally, and so like it people is. are probably driving or doing household chores, and they aren't writing yeah. this stuff down. So that's for the best. We don't want them writing while they're driving. So, yeah. <laughs>
2: but also getting back to that, when you asked how I fit it all in, so one of the things. That Matt Wilpers will often say in his classes is make the main thing the main thing. So if your main thing is running, then that should be your focus at the time. And if your main thing is cycling, then that's your focus at the time. So right now, cycling is number three for me. It's running, strength, and cycling. So that's how I prioritize my workouts now every week.
1: Me too. Cycling just sometimes doesn't make it at all.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? What I've also come to love about the cycling classes when I first got the bike. You see this leaderboard and you're like, okay, I got to get up. I got to get on the top of you know, and you feel really bad if you're not like close to the top of the leaderboard. But now I use it in a totally different way. I use it as run recovery. And on my strength days, if I can fit in a 15-minute class, sometimes I'll just listen to the music and the instructor and I'm not even doing the sprints or the hill climbs or whatever they tell you to do. I'm just kind of using it as a recovery tool. And I love how flexible that is and that I still can feel like I got a good workout or it's, you know, I'm using it for what I need it for at the time. And that's another thing that I love about the bike.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, that's awesome.
0: I think for the average person, the leaderboard is going to be pretty demoralizing. If you're, (laughs) if your metric of success is being at the top of the leaderboard, it's like, you either (laughs) are an Olympic bike cyclist or you got a jacked bike.
2: Yeah. I just sometimes wonder, like, who are these people? But, yeah, a
1: lot I mean, of them have jacked bikes. There's yeah. a lot of jacked bikes. I mean, oh, there are okay. a lot of very strong people out there. For don't sure. get me wrong. Yeah. And I am not trying to say otherwise. But there are also just a lot of people that recalibrate their bike for no reason. So um, and
2: if that's your thing, that's your thing. So whatever, whatever is your thing but right now, I don't really care where I am on the leaderboard. I'm just using it as a recovery for our tired legs after a long run or something like that.
1: I like that. And I think it's a smart way to add it in and make sure you're still maintaining. Do you notice, I hear a lot of debate about this. Do you notice that your bike, even if you were trying to do an all out class, do you feel like your bike goes down when you run more? Like your power outage goes down or does it stay the same?
2: That's a really good question. I'd have to go back and look. I'm not sure. I would say probably, but I don't know. I'm not sure.
1: It's just complete curiosity. It doesn't really matter other than just my curious itch, but it's like I hear a lot of people say that and I think it's pretty normal and I don't think it happens to everybody, but I think it happens to a lot of people unless you are like a triathlete where you're trying to keep everything up at the same time. I think that exactly what Matt Wolper says about like whatever you're trying to put first that running if you're running a lot more or rowing or whatever sport a lot more than you are biking when you go back to the bike it's enough of a difference to your muscles that your muscle memory just isn't as good as it was when you were doing that as your first place activity. So that's just my I mean, that's theory. True.
2: I mean, I think if you don't run for a few weeks, you lose running fitness and the same with the biking fitness. If you don't use your bike for a month, you're going to lose biking fitness, but you can get it back. Of course. Just, but I think it's also good to cycle your fitness and to be in different places at different times, depending on what your focus is. I mean, I've had in the past where I've tried to just do everything all the time. And that's how you get hurt. Yeah. Don't
1: do that. That's when we can all agree on. Don't do so right. much that you're getting hurt. Because you get Then you're doing yeah. nothing.
2: Exactly. And that's no fun. No.
1: <laughs> when is the New York City half? Is that I always forget
2: when the half it is, is March, uh, March 19th. So I tried to get in for four years. So I'm really excited. Oh, that
1: congrats. I mean. <laughs> that's very exciting. Yeah. Did you get in through the lottery?
2: I sort of. So I tried getting in for the lottery for 3 years and I didn't get in and then last year I think it was part of the pandemic thing they had this thing that you could virtually run it last year. You could pay to virtually run it last year and you had to run a half marathon on the specific weekend and if you did that you could bypass the lottery and then so basically I paid for it twice <laughs> but I bypassed the lottery and I ran a different half marathon that that weekend last year and so that got me like, bypassing to the front of the lottery. The yeah and in. yes that's fine awesome
0: well
1: th- yeah. i'm glad you found a way in
2: yeah
3: that's hey it's cool. their rules exactly well, It's
1: not like exactly.
0: you, yeah. Their rules, yeah so do you have a tread or a tread plus
2: i do not have the tread oh, okay. i do all of my runs outside oh where do you live <laughs> so i live outside of dc in northern virginia so it is i run in the rain i will run in crappy weather i don't care I love running in colder weather. The summer is what I dread. The summer is more of my downtime. I hate running in the summer here. It's a thousand degrees and the humidity (laughs) is off the charts. You can always put more clothes on. You cannot take any more clothes off. What do I say? You (laughs) do. You do say that.
0: Would you rather be cold or hot? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I I hate being hot. And I would much rather, outside. yeah, I would much
1: rather run in the cold. I'm not a big fan of running in the rain though. I've done it. I'd rather not. I'll do it.
2: But I have a treadmill. It is not a Peloton treadmill. I haven't used it in like two years. It's right next to me. I don't use it. If it was the only time I would have run outside is icy.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. That scares me. Yeah, that I don't like that. Now, what's next? Do you ever go into the studio? Have you been in? Do you try to
2: get in? I have been. I have been twice in 2019 and also in 2020, like a month before everything closed, I was there. So I'm going to try to get in when I'm in New York in March. I don't know. It's crazy now. You used to be able to just like pop on there and make a (laughs) reservation back in the good old days before it was like crazy. Yeah. So now it's like crazy. Like it sells out in like two minutes or something. I don't know. So I'm going to try. I would love to go back in studio and see the new studio.
1: Well, they do have four days that are offered now instead of just the two. And that should help. And also... They're going to be offering more classes since it's more days. So that's more people. So you have a better chance. And now it's on Thursdays instead of Mondays, So that's another good idea.
2: I have a better chance. There's definitely more instructors now than when I first went back in the day. I took a Kendall cycle class and I took Dennis's yoga class, which was very intimidating because there were like six mats and Dennis. Yeah. So you're just like, (laughs) Dennis! (laughs) And he's like five feet from you. And he's just so... Beautiful. I do some yoga classes, but I am not good at yoga, but I do it. And I was just like, oh no, he's going to think I'm a horrible yogi.
1: <laughs> I think that he's probably used to beginner yoga people in his class. So
2: he has, but everybody just kind of stares at him. Like <laughs> <laughs> he's very beautiful in person and very sweet. <laughs> he is a very
1: nice person. We were lucky enough to get to interview him. God, years ago when yeah. he first started, it was like brand new instructor and we interviewed him then. And I have always said, I'm So surprised that it doesn't come out more in his classes, how incredibly intelligent he is. Like He's a really deep thinker. And I don't think he gets to show that side of himself in classes as much as I think is there. Let's just put it that way.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So who's your favorite instructor? It probably varies a lot depending on what my focus is. Right now for strength, I am really liking JJ for strength. I like Robin. I like Hannah's bar classes. I like Rebecca's core classes. I do a lot of Rebecca's run warm-up classes. Mm -hmm. I do some of Matt's cycling. I do a lot of Matt's post run stretches. I really take a lot of different classes. I like all the different instructors and I like to try them all out. That's awesome. And
0: you sound like you have a lot of different goals. Yeah. Like your goals have shifted over time in terms of.
2: They do shift over time and sometimes seasonally as well, depending on if I'm training for something or not. Yeah, that's great.
1: What about for your blog? What's next for your blog? Do you have something that you're working on? Are you gonna do something special for your half marathon?
2: I'm sure I will. Hopefully I'll get to, I'm hoping they'll have some kind of shakeout run where we'll get to meet some of the team Wilbur's coaches. So that would be really fun. So I'm hoping to do that. And I don't know, we'll have to see what comes up. Sometimes (laughs) it's just kind of situational, whatever comes up. I will write about or if some new program comes out and I do a weekly update on all my workouts and how my weeks went and how my training goes. And I share all of that on the blog and also on my Instagram. So if you have any questions about anything I said, that's where you can find me.
0: And what is the Instagram you should say My it.
2: Instagram is Deborah Brooks 14. And it also will come up as Confessions of a Mother Runner. So you can find me either way. Awesome. Wonderful. That's and
0: perfect. Do we ask your leaderboard name? We didn't. Okay.
2: My leaderboard name is Deborah B. It's so boring. But when I first joined Peloton, it wasn't like a thing that people had these super creative names. So then I felt like I couldn't change because I have all these little plaques on my wall, like way back from 2019 that say Deborah B. So I was like, okay, I can't change it now. But it's so boring. I I guess I could. You buy new plaques. Boring.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you should see it as boring. I think you should see it as you joined in 2018, and so many people can't say that. So.
2: Yeah, things have changed quite a bit. It's grown so much, which is really exciting.
1: It is, yeah. yeah. We've absolutely loved just like kind of documenting the whole thing. I mean, it's crazy to think how much it's changed since I got my bike. I mean, it's insane.
0: It used to be a big deal when Peloton was mentioned on TV. Yeah. And like... Obviously, yes, it was. <laughs> that's not a big deal anymore. <laughs> it
1: is. It, it was. Is uh, <laughs> we were just talking last night that Ali Love being on the Today Show, like back in 2016, 2017, if one of the instructors had been on the Today Show, that would have been such huge news. And now it's just like, yeah. yes. And we oh, would yeah. have
0: talked about it for 20 minutes. Yeah. And now it's like 30 seconds. Like, oh, Ali uh, Love yeah. was on the Today yeah. Show. She <laughs> talked to Hoda, did this and moving on. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny.
1: Well, is there anything else you want to make sure that you share with everybody at home?
2: If you have any questions about any of the string programs I talked about or any of the running programs, or you want any more information about anything, just I'm super accessible. Give me a shout out anytime you want. You can find me on Instagram at Deborah Brooks, 14 or over on my blog. You can find me at Confessions of a Mother Runner anytime. Wonderful. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much for Thank having me. This was really fun.
0: It was. Thank you. So I guess that brings this episode to a close. Until next week, where can people find you?
1: People can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and the Peloton leaderboard at Clipout Crystal.
0: And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, facebook.com slash the Clipout while you're there like the page, join the group. And of course, don't forget our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the clip out. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep peddling and running. And run.